podcast. My name is Aziza Gore. And I'm Sarah Taylor. And you are chilling with the best of the best, honestly. Welcome. We have a seat at the table for you. That's, uh, that's a lot of hype to live up to. I was, yeah. I just started it and then I just like <laughs> could not stop. <laughs> I was like, wow, I am just here saying all these things and let's hope we pull through. <laughs> honestly it's life (laughs) (laughs) yeah someone um just the other day was telling me how like they think that life is literally just winging it like just fake it till you make make it it. yeah yeah that's the phrase they use they're like i'm just faking it until i make it Hmm. and that's just what we have to do how do you think that pairs with our authenticity over everything mentality honestly like on this podcast that's a good point wow yeah it doesn't pair throw it out the window boom gone (laughs) (laughs) um so today we're talking about school academics (laughs) yes shame and academics yeah it's already heavy and we're only i i know (laughs) so can like we just have a moment of just honestly just breathing because like Take a deep breath in, hold it in your head for a minute, let it out, and now think about one happy memory, think about how you felt in that moment, what you smelled, what you could tangibly touch, what you could hear, what you could see, what you could taste, and take another deep breath in, and exhale. Should we charge people for that yoga session? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I can. I'm not certified in anything. (laughs) Honestly, though, soothing. Thank you. I've never done that before. So, wow, you did great. You've got a good yoga voice. Thank you. You could honestly look into that. Okay, I will put that on my already very long to-do list. (laughs) (laughs) Look into yoga. Yoga Yoga-ing voicing. Yoga-ing voicing. I'll start a YouTube channel. <sighs> please. Please do that. Tell me this also um, on your to-do list. Uh, when you're talking about um, school, like, what is the feeling that you usually have within you? Oh, I mean, it depends what part of school we're talking about. Okay. So, like, I love learning, right? And mm-hmm. I love knowledge. And I love to explore my intellectual pursuits and, like, dive deep into them and do research and, like, write about them. And, like, I love digging deep into all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, that part is happy when I think about school. Like, whenever I'm, like, oh, my gosh, I'm taking this sociology of higher education class and I'm going to learn about how the SAT perpetuates inequality in higher education and society at large. Like, yeah. here for it. Let's go. Um, but then... When I start thinking about, like, the fact that there's a grade associated with learning about that, Mm -hmm. and then, like, there's parameters about how much time I can spend, like, digging into that intellectual interest, Mm -hmm. and, like, that someone's going to evaluate whether or not I, like, have adequately, like, learned that. Yeah. And then that measure is going to have ramifications on, like, financial aid and like future educational endeavors and like jobs and like then it becomes very stressful and anxious yeah Yeah. that's 
I I always talk about how much I don't like school. Um but I do enjoy I also do enjoy learning, mm-hmm. which is the crazy part. Like I there are times where like I'll be in class during like a lecture or have been times. Um and I've enjoyed it. Like I've really enjoyed listening and taking things in and being able to share with other people. But it literally is just like the thought of taking first off taking doing things when I'm not in front of them is already difficult for me like Mm. taking things away and then having to do it in a corner and then bring it back not fun but I think especially with school that would always like stress me out I would disengage I would just like not do well procrastinate and then I would downplay like um just how much I actually enjoyed being there. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I'm having all these like memories of school. I like dropped out. So I dropped out of, I was, so I was supposed to get my AA. First off, it took me three years because I dropped like three different times where I was just mm. like, I'm over this. This is a scam. I still think college is a scam. It's not for everyone. It's not. We for have everyone. a college for all mentality and it's not healthy. Yeah, I yeah, college was just really hard for me. School, all all of it was just really hard for me. Um, it started being hard in middle school though, because I remember elementary school, I was killing it. Mm. You know, when they gave me snacks and stuff, I was like out there. Yeah, yeah. Walk me through more of your educational journey, like yeah, like take me on your journey. My journey, elementary school, was thriving honor student um they put me in with with the smart kids um they realized I was because I was a big reader but I I was also very low-key low about it and it took a while for my teachers to realize that I was like an advanced reader mm-hmm. um plus plus there's this side thing about how like um I think sad isolated children read a lot <laughs> So I read a lot, and then middle school came. Still was pretty good in middle school, but then I swapped. I remember I had a lot of anxiety, social anxiety in middle school, because mm-hmm. I just wanted to be cool so badly. Mm-hmm. And um, here's a here's a. <laughs> I don't share this story often, but I'm like pretty disconnected from it to share it. Um, when I was I was summer. Uh, right before I went into middle school and I would just talk about middle school all the time, trying to get all these tips from my brothers and my cousins and like, what do I have to do? What do people wear? How do people talk? Uh, Cause I just wanted to be a cool kid so bad. Cause I was just not in elementary school and I got made fun of all the time. And I was like, this is my chance. And my brother, the jerk told, he was like, at one point during his advice giving, he convinced me that I needed to have a cool nickname Mm. for middle school, right? He was like, you have to have a cool nickname. All the cool kids have cool nicknames. We want to be cool. This is what you got to do. Cool nickname. And I was like, bet. Which one, right? Because up until that point, I never was called a nickname. And he was like, all right, um, how about Kiki? (laughs) Now, um, again, my name is Aziza, right? (laughs) And he was like, Kiki, it'll be cool, like, all you have to do before 
every class is tell your teacher to call you Kiki. Tell them, hey, this is my nickname. And they'll call you Kiki and everyone will call you Kiki. And I was like, okay. Okay. And so first day of class, homeroom, first period, second period, third period. Fourth period, I'm just telling my teachers, I'm correcting them when they call me Aziza. I'm just like, Kiki, it's Kiki, right? Like, I'm, anyways, two years later, they kept calling me Kiki until I switched over to middle, like, to a different middle school. Um, Yes, so that was basically where my mind was at. Middle school, I was just very concerned about, like, um, people, and so academically, I wasn't performing as well as I did in elementary school um it was just kind of downhill from there honestly I would just like sporadically do well I was very capable but I was also just distracted by like people mm-hmm. um and I would and at some point people thought that I was um people got the ditzy impression from me and so because I was very goofy sometimes mm-hmm. and so um people wouldn't trust my like my words on like projects or like whenever we would like collaborate in class and so Mm -hmm. then I just at some point just got became really insecure about like how smart I was Mm -hmm. and like my academics and so that's been like rough and then you know college it's been touch and go honestly with like Mm -hmm. feeling secure and like excited about school and then like not a lot of back and forth yeah so two questions i think yes give them to me question one so did you get your aa or did you tap out after that third drop yeah or? i finally got my aa um which is funny because i didn't even my parents were really upset with me because i didn't tell anyone so i got my mm-hmm. aa and then i just was like didn't say anything i remember feeling really excited at first and then feeling a lot of shame because I was like, oh, it took me this long. Mm. Um, my parents had been asking about it. And it's not even that big of a, it's not that big of an accomplishment. And so then I just like completely downplayed it to the point where I didn't even like share it with anyone. Mm. And then people would ask and say, oh, yeah, so are you still in school? And then I'm like, oh, I got my AA. And they were like, what? <laughs> Why didn't you say anything? And I was like, ah, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Um, which it is. It is. Like, it it's is, a lot of time. <laughs> absolutely i say that but i still kind of don't believe it <laughs> i still am like yeah it is but like a, a college is expensive is. it's a lot of work mm-hmm. like and particularly given your like complicated relationship with academics i think you should like be applauded for like oh. finishing it Thanks. um i would also like to ask mm-hmm. the kiki thing which Sorry, yes. I think I laughed for a minute because it's just, it's so baffling to no, think of me to think can, of you as a Kiki I, because you're just such a Ziza to me. Like, you are, I'm like, thank like, you. I, like, you are so a Ziza. And so, like, to, like, look at you and try to, like, call you Kiki, I'm like, I okay. can't even, like. Here's what happened. Sixth grade, they called me Kiki. Seventh grade, I got my senses and I was like, I don't want this anymore. But by that time, people were too used to it, right? And so mm-hmm. I remember saying to someone who I was friends with in sixth grade, being like, yeah, just call me Aziza now. And she said to me, I you just look like a Kiki to me. So it's just funny to me that you say that. Cause that was, I remember her exact words. We're walking to the bus and she was like, yeah, it's just hard to call you Aziza now because you're just like such a Kiki to me. Yeah. And I was like, no, no I don't want to like, be anymore. I do. I guess my question specifically with the Kiki thing. Oh yeah. Is, do you think 
that that was like the beginning of you like having a complicated relationship with how smart you are and owning that you're smart and you deserve to take up space in an intellectual capacity like were you trying to like forge like this kind of like alternate like cool identity and like keep yeah Aziza, like so do you feel like that was anything or yeah honestly probably once you said it I was like yeah I yeah I was definitely trying to separate myself because um I was very much known to be a smart kid mm-hmm. um but like I didn't want to be I just wanted to be liked um yeah, I just wanted people to like me and to want me in a room. And the smarts wasn't working. I mean, it worked with adults, right? And it right. worked with, like, my teachers. But I wanted I wanted my peers um, to accept me. And so, yeah, became Kiki. Which, honestly, like, I don't know that that even worked. <laughs> it was, ugh, I'm so annoyed with my brother. Ugh. Mm. Yeah. You need to get him on the podcast, get him here to <laughs> flesh that out. Honestly, what a jerk. <laughs> Tell me about your your history though with school. Do you have a really interesting one? <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't call Not it the typical <laughs> academic story for sure. Yeah. Um so like First off, both my parents are like teachers or mm-hmm. they were at one point. Um uh, my mom has like a bachelor's degree in English and she taught like high school English and middle school and junior high English and she taught like first and second grade and like she's just taught a lot of stuff basically so she's a teacher and my dad is a math professor so like academics like very important Mm -hmm. like matter a lot um and so I grew up in a household that really valued being book smart yeah like um, and then I was going to a private Christian school, which was unaccredited. Um, that's relevant, but not entirely relevant. <laughs> um, and that was interesting because there's very much an infusion of faith into what you're learning. And sometimes you wind up with like Christian alternative facts because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went to school there, was really smart. Um, like top of my class all the time smart um and then in fifth grade um my teachers were like she's gonna be bored out of her mind in sixth grade um she should skip Mm -hmm. um and so I skipped sixth grade and I was already like the youngest person in my class all the time because my birthday's in August yeah Um, I was also an August baby yeah August babies unite (laughs) um and so then I'm in seventh grade (laughs) and I'm like 11 <laughs> yeah um and the school like I mean we're all in one building it's a small school it was never more than 100 kids mm. um so you still like know everybody but it's like still like weird because there are like divisions in terms of like who does chores and like lunch times mm-hmm. and so it's still like different um and I continue to like be like one of the top people in my class and like smart um but I was definitely like not super intellectually stimulated there like I could do all the work in the first couple minutes of class and then just read Mm -hmm. um and I also just wasn't like a big fan of the environment I was in so I decided in like ninth grade that I was gonna dual enroll and get my AA in high school Mm -hmm. um in part because I wanted to get out of the town I was in but also because I was like academically bored um and so then I wound up 
registering as a homeschooler in between ninth and 10th grade. And I took a class or two at that private school still that next year, but I mostly dual enrolled. And then my last two years of high school, I dual enrolled. And so I graduated high school with my AA at 16. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the day after I turned 17, I moved to Jacksonville to go to UNF. Yeah. And um, went to UNF for two years and graduated at 18 with my AA. uh, Or not my AA. What? My BA. I can talk. My BA. Um, And again still and i'm if this comes across as bragging that's not my intention no but honestly like, you can though you're <laughs> not but like you totally could but like i was still like i mean it was harder for sure but like i graduated the 4.0 like Ugh. i uh still like queen! and like i i fulfill the requirements for what being academically smart and like recognized very naturally yeah. somehow um, and then, um, my plan was to get a master's degree, like mm-hmm. right out the gate. Um, and then Jesus. I, <laughs> Jesus, yeah, I, I started a master's program online for those of you who don't know. And within the first like week and a half, I knew it wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. And so I dropped, yeah. um, which was like this really hard thing, yeah. like for someone who like, academics is your thing right like people like associated me with like being smart and being academically driven and capable and it's this weird thing where I still have friends who like forget I dropped out of grad school they're like oh aren't you getting close to being done with your program I'm like no I I dropped like like still like a couple months ago I had friends and I was like they're friends I've told yeah like back home that like I dropped but like people so closely associate me with like academic and academic success the idea of me dropping out of a graduate program is baffling to them they can't seem to hold on to it in their minds yeah um yeah and so now I'm sort of at this weird place where I have been for I guess like almost two years it's been almost two years since I graduated UNF yeah um, where I'm not going to school anywhere, which is like wild. Yeah. Um, How does it feel? Honestly, it's very relieving. Like, uh, yes. Trying to find yourself outside of school and academics, whenever that was a place you put way too much of your identity, it's, it's, it's yeah. scary. Like, mm-hmm. but it's also nice, like, to know that, like, I exist beyond making straight A's. Yeah, you do. Um, and while I do have plans to go back to school for those of you who are wondering what the next steps in my life are, but they're like not for a good like year and a half at least. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and like, honestly, I'm very grateful for that Yeah, because I like had incorporated so much of my life around being like the smart kid mm-hmm. and like making straight A's to like the point I sacrificed a lot of social interactions. I... I chose my academics over like friendships and like I chose it over like social experiences and just like my mental health even a lot of the times like and that was just a really like not healthy place and there was so much shame tied up in whether or not I was gonna like maintain a 4.0 yeah like in some senses like if we want to talk about something like that was my idol like (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
to use like very Old Testament language. Sorry, I was writing a blog yeah, for our blog series. <laughs> I was writing a blog for our blog series this semester this morning, and so my brain's very much an Old Testament world right now. Yeah. Um, but like that was like my idol, man. It was it's, like, isn't it crazy though that we both have like these different experiences because you chose academics over social interactions i chose social interactions Mm -hmm. over academics and yet we both feel shame yeah you know so it's like (laughs) it's a universal human experience it's a universal human experience together i tell me this though you said that you had to find yourself outside of academics so where are you where are the parts (laughs) that you found where were they hiding 